All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right, and we're back here with uh, part two of our Sweet Tooth coverage. Uh, now on the on the bi-weekly schedule still, still getting used to that. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's, it's going to end up having good timing for the Loki show, I'm realizing, which we're doing next, so that'll work out. Um, oh, like lining up where it ends? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but what we're going to be doing today, uh, check back last week if you want to hear us talk about um, volume one of Sweet Tooth and then the first half of the new Netflix show. Um, today we're going to be wrapping up that discussion by talking about volume two of the comic uh, and then talking about like the final episodes of you know at least season one of the Netflix show that, that just came out. So um, now, yeah. now that people have had a chance to watch all of it, um, it came out all on day one. I watched it within like three days. <laughs> um, but now that everyone who's reasonable has had a chance to watch it, yeah, uh, I watched up to like the last two episodes, but then I wanted to finish the comic before I watched the last two. That but, was which smart. Didn't really end up. I mean, they did kind of get to some late things. Yeah, but that, in general, the main story did not get very far. Well, the <laughs> Sweet Tooth show got a little, a lot farther than I thought they were going to. At least they're on hinting, some points. They're yeah. hinting at stuff that's way down the line for sure. With yeah. all this like uh, Antarctica shit or not Antarctica, Canada, Alaska. Yeah. Um, why do I always think it's Canada? I don't know. I mean, you got to go, you go I, through Canada. To I suppose, get there. Yeah. yeah. I guess we took it. Yeah, but, <laughs> but what we will be talking about today is, like I said, that. Um, and then we will finally be able to, uh, in a couple weeks, uh, talk about Loki, um, which is coming out right now. It's four episodes in as we're recording this. Um, my thoughts on the show are pretty much where every Marvel show has been a couple episodes in. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's like that's the vibe I've gotten from people. I haven't started it yet. Is so far the first couple episodes have been pretty boring to me. I mean, it's they've got like what they thought was a really interesting set piece and like this. It's the order of the timekeepers. Oh, but it's like a regular old office. Yeah. Look, they've got paperweights. Yeah, see, that's the part that really turns me off. Yeah, I'm like, oh great, you took something really fucking cool and made it literally made me want to hate it yeah. because it's where I work. Just made <laughs> just made it corporate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like what the fuck. Yeah, I saw the one, the most recent one that came out this week uh, was supposed to be like the worst one yet. Oh like, really? IGN oh no! It, IGN gave it like a five out of ten. I thought it was going to be getting better, and like, ugh, I hope so. Well, yeah. I haven't watched it and yet, you, so I will reserve. Yeah, judgment, usually but. IGN's pretty like generous with their like Disney and Marvel uh, like reviews and stuff, but no, they gave it like a five. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Wandavision like was mostly okay and like good enough all yeah. the way through. It kept me entertained. Falcon and Winter Soldier had like a couple like parts that seemed like they were actually trying to say something and then in the end said nah fuck that exactly um that in the middle yeah so and that show ended up just being like a blad to me because of that reason but yeah i'm hoping loki doesn't end up the same way at least i don't know i was hoping this one would be like the fun show that does crazy things with cool set pieces yeah that's what um, i was kind of hoping for like i watched episode two and it's pretty much all it's like there's all this cool time travel stuff they set up and like there's a cool part where like loki goes back in time to pompeii and you're like whoa this is wild that sounds badass yeah and like if the whole show was stuff like that that'd be cool but we spend so much time in the fucking cafeteria <laughs> it's it's upset upsetting this is uh random or kind of uh, related, but did you hear? I don't know how recent this was, but that Marvel or Disney tried to trademark or like copyright Loki and Thor. Wait, what? Yeah, like the Norse gods. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't copyright that. No, I'm pretty sure that if nothing that if that's not public domain, nothing is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like if that's not, then we have no hope for Superman. Right. See, it's like you, it's like how you can use Dracula in whatever you want because he's public domain. Right. Though. Just fucking put Dracula in. Just, you can Thor and Loki. Just do it in whatever what about, you want to. What about Franken? No, there's no way Frankenstein is. Frankenstein might be trademarked. That might be public nah, domain Mar too. No, Mar that's got to be public domain. Maybe I would feel like Mary Shelley's like estate would probably still be lingering around but then what about uh, Br uh bram stoker 
That's the writer of Dracula, right? Yeah. Oh, but, that's true. Yeah, I guess it's it could go either way. I don't yeah, know I don't sure. know. Because Dracula is for sure public domain. Oh, I know that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Frankenstein might. I feel like Warner Brothers might own that, though. Is Darth Vader public domain? Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, is this a trick question? <laughs> what if he was, though? That'd be pretty One day. sick. Yeah. We just have to kill Mickey Mouse. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we got to gun him down. This yeah, is no, for there's Darth no, Vader. I was going to say, you have, you'd have to pry that from Disney's cold, dead hands. Yeah, oh, more like they'll pry it from my dead hands. But, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Comic books. Yeah, Loki. Uh, Loki. Yeah, we, we'll talk about Loki next week. We'll yeah. get to it. Um, we'll get to Sweet Tooth. Before we do, though, I just want to call out a couple uh, weekly reminders. If you want to follow us over on Twitter, we are over at Agents of Podcast. Uh, that's where you can interact with us if you want to request an episode. It, generally, we do take requests. You know, pretty much right out right away when. Blah, Generally, we take uh, requests right when someone does it, but we actually do have a couple things coming up that are scheduled, so we'll see um, when that comes up. I think at, we're doing Loki for two weeks after this, yeah. and then Black Widow will be out by then, I think. Yeah. One week of that. Yeah, it comes out this month. Yeah, and then we'll be good. I don't know what's coming out after that for a while. So uh, Suicide Squad. That's in August, so we, I think we That'll got be, a little... By the time we get done with uh, Black Widow, it'll probably be that Well, Loki that will finish up at end of July. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's like... First week of August. Too, oh, so. I, I hope that movie's good. Yeah, I I have a lot of faith in it, but I I like I still am not like a hundred. King Shark's sure. in it. That's a that's G- literally my main motivation. That's yeah, uh, one of, <laughs> one of Gail Simone's best creations. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> I'm pumped for King Shark. Uh, but yeah, we'll get to that. So we got some uh, some cool comic. The comic book adaptations are finally coming back. So we got through our drought. Yep. Um, although but- the backlog was fun. That's right. Yeah. Well, we'll get back to it too. Um, I want to go through like all the Spider-Man movies at some oh, point yeah, before yeah. that new one comes out. Okay. So that way we can kind of frame them all in recent. Ooh, did uh, you hear the juicy goss? Well, what's that? That uh, Zendaya and Tom Holland might be a thing in real life now. See, that's it's method that, acting. It's that Peter Parker MJ connection because <laughs> because like Tobey Maguire and uh, and what's her name hooked up, and then uh, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield did. And mm-hmm. then now Tom Holland and Someone Zendaya. cast me with Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> right? Anyway. All right. So we're getting to Sweet Tooth now. Uh, I hope you all have some sweet teeth. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. That That's going to lead to a lot of cavities. <laughs> um, but we are getting to uh, the creative team. This one's simple. Um, written and drawn by Jeff Lemire. Colors by Jose uh, Villarubia. And letters by Pat Brousseau here on Volume 2. Um, again, we still have that very distinct uh, Jeff Lemire style, which is honestly one of my favorite parts of this comic. Yeah, I love um, it. Just like that very, just like rough kind of, uh, but very emotive kind of way of drawing. Um, it's it's even even more on display in this volume as I think they kind of get used to the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, where we left off in volume one, uh, Jeopard had delivered Sweet Tooth to the uh, um, to General Abbott to be experimented on. Uh, and had been given this big orange duffel bag in return. And be like, here's your payment. And we assumed it was filled with money. That's kind of what you assume. Um, but at the same time, like, what the hell would money be good for? Or not money, I guess, but like... Something valuable. Goods, yeah. yeah valuable gu- guns, goods. Guns, yeah, rations. Yeah, whatever is currency nowadays. Yeah. Um, and you actually see this orange bag back in the flashback, too, because it's Jeopard's old hockey bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that the payment he gets, it, it comes to the... I'll, I'll leave it for the end, because that's kind of the, the twist at the end. Yeah. Um, but where we cut off is uh, with Gus in the um, in the prison now, uh, with Wendy and Bobby and uh, all the gang. We cut off pretty 
Uh, this is where the show got pretty close to gotten off. Yep. Yeah, this is where <laughs> things get pretty grim. Yeah. Um, but we do get introduced to Dr. Singh, who was, uh, they made him, I, I kind of like, I really like the way they did Singh in the show. Yeah, um, Introducing him early like that, such a good way to kind of just like humanize the character. Yeah. Not that it's a character that is that sympathetic, <laughs> obviously. But, uh, yeah. Um, but it's good to get that depth of like, how was this person created? How do you end up like this? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a cool yeah, kind we of won't character get, study. We won't get to it in this episode or soon, but like the way Dr. Singh goes in the comics is not what I was expecting either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I guess it kind of tracks. Uh, and we do also get introduced to um, another new character in this volume as well. Um, uh, Johnny is also introduced here as well. If you might remember him from the show, as kind of like the guy with the skinny guy with the glasses who eats the Pop-Tarts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Best way to describe him. First time you meet him. <laughs> but yeah, it's nice that we do kind of um, have Wendy and Bobby and uh, some other characters who will be revealed uh, throughout the course of the comic here as well, who I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah. We talked last week about Bobby in the show, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because yeah, Bobby was in the first couple episodes, so we did talk about right, that, right, that right. little googum. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, they... They, they, they did good. They did the Baby Yoda thing where they don't do CGI. They did a practical yeah, yeah. Uh, way to, to do it, which is no way to do it if you don't want to make it disturbing as shit. I was going to say, especially with like the kind of way, like the style they went with it, if that would have been CGI, it would have been nightmare. Oh, no. Fuck that. Especially with like <laughs> Netflix CGI. Oh, yeah. Because that's the thing with this show is like it has the CGI of all Netflix shows, which yeah. is butt. Yeah. Um, but you guys just, just barely get past scraping it. by. Right. Yeah. Like that scene, that scene in the first episode of the show where it's like the elephants going by. Looks, oh, like, that's looked terrible. Anytime an animal... Or the tiger. Oh, yeah. The tiger was the worst one, easily. It was terrible. Um, but yeah, that's the way to do... You gotta do practical effects where you can. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, I, f- I forgot. This is not much of a twist. Where we leave uh, Jeopard, he actually t- takes the um, um, that duffel bag, which, like we said, was we assumed was filled with money or goods or what have you, um, and takes it all the way back to like his old family house. And when he unzips it, it turns out to be the... The dead body of his wife, like the skeletal body. Yep. Um, and he's like, I finally brought you home, just like I said I would, like I promised. Yep. So basically, uh, we learn Abbott was holding this over his head, this corpse of, of his wife being like, you can have this back when you bring me a live subject, then we're even. Yeah, it's some pretty heavy collateral. Yes. Uh, so when Jepper brings this back, he's like, I'm done, I guess. Like, I guess I'm a piece of shit, but whatever. I'm yep. out of here. Yeah. Uh, and this whole volume is going to be basically this volume. I would say is mostly about Jeopard, um, because we go through a lot of his backstory. It kind of shows where Jeopard started this whole kind of like pandemic event apocalypse thing, mm-hmm. and where he ended. It shows us basically all of the steps in between. Yep. Um, where he and his wife were. Uh, his wife was pregnant, like pretty much during this whole like collapse in the show. They call it the Great Crumble, which is terrible. Yeah, that, that's a bad name. <laughs> that's the way the cookie goes. <laughs> that's where the cookie crumbles. <laughs> she crumbled. Oh God. I'm like that's the the end of humanity and you're calling it the crumble (laughs) (laughs) right like let's not be assholes here let's give let's put some respect on the end of humanity (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's not make it a parody um and there's a really good line here where obviously jeopard is like upset with himself and what he had to do to get all this done he's burying his wife and he's like it's basically all done like you know i i lived all this time just doing what i had to to live you know i'd kill i'd steal i did exactly what i had to i'd survive at all costs like a goddamn cockroach mm-hmm. um and he even he repeats that he like puts a gun in his mouth and he's ready to just you know kill himself because he's done all this terrible shit and he's like this is the one loose end i had yeah and then he's gonna do it and then he's like that fucking kid's still locked up, and then he stops, yep. and then he gets back on his horse, and I like the narration, too. All it says is, like a goddamn cockroach, because he survives one more day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a pretty cool scene where he's like, I got works that, that's unfinished. God damn it. Yeah, I love that. Yep. 
Um, but these scenes with Jeopard in the past are all really cool because you get a, it's cuts between a lot of different time periods, like pretty much like right after everything started to fall all the way through like different periods. You can kind of see because this is only volume two of the comic. This is really our first glimpse of like what the fuck happened. Yeah, how it went down. Yeah, like or even like what like how it even began. Um, because it starts with, um, you know, that him just trying to like keep his pregnant wife alive, just traveling along Well, it cuts in between that and, uh, Gus back at the compound where, like I said, we get introduced to Dr. Singh, who the way he's drawn is the perfect look for like a doctor who's like given up everything they ever believed in and just wants to die. Yeah. And who spent the past like seven years dissecting like hybrid children. Yeah. He just (laughs) looks like, like pure death. Like he hasn't slept in like 10 years. Yeah. It's getting close to like the Crypt Keeper. Oh, for (laughs) sure. Like that's what what I mean about this art style is like, there's some people online who are like, the art's like terrible. All the faces are dumb. I'm like, you could like, this is way more expressive than just drawing a normal man. Yeah, exactly. Going for like more realistic would just make it, is bland yeah like this gives it like a type of style like it at like at first i wasn't sure if i was gonna get into it but like you i definitely did like by the end of it like i loved it yeah like you can instantly like always tell like what a person's like thinking and feeling just based on the look oh yeah um so i really like came to appreciate that art in this um but he has these uh this they do this in the show as well these dreams like these strange dreams or like these nature dreams oh yeah um which come up a lot and it's left very cryptic for now so i won't talk about it too much because i'm worried i'm gonna accidentally spoil something yeah um (laughs) but sing kind of picks up on this like he's like i'm gonna try putting you under hypnosis and we're gonna try going back and see like what you don't remember Mm -hmm. um and calls out an interesting thing too like you were never born like you have no belly button so that means you were never like in a womb you were never born traditionally Mm -hmm. so what happened um and during this hypnosis we do also get like a lot of hints as to like what his dad was like um which is uh, again for people who have just watched the show they pretty very different very different um his dad is much more of a normal person in the show whereas this he was very much like a a biblical kind of the end is nigh kind of just like read the bible we're all going to hell like this is the apocalypse and it's all our fault yeah not a grateful dead fan oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> with like he is in the show which i definitely appreciate <laughs> yes that's fair <laughs> also not played by will forte yeah yeah um, but what ends up happening with Jeopard, we find out in the flashbacks, is his him and his wife are going to be taken by these like you know cannibal like outcasts, and it, it's the take on like the the people wearing the animal masks that the show yeah. kind of adapted, but a very much different take. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he gets rescued by Abbott, who like snipes these people like trying to take him and his wife, and that's how uh, Jeopard ends up with Abbott. Yep. Um, it's like, oh no, we're good guys. Uh, we we just wanted to make sure you were okay. Like yeah. you don't have to come with us. Yeah, but- come join the hoorah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, his wife is like, you know, we have a baby on the way, like whatever safety, whatever kind of comfort or stability we can find, like we should take that or else we're just going to end up captured by the next people. Yeah, it's a definitely a better shot. And it's hard to blame him. Like when you find like some semblance of control, you're trying to find safety. It's like, well, fuck, here we go, I guess. Yep. Um, but it ends up being a very bad choice. Um, they end up taking his wife because he figures out that, you know, these people are collecting hybrids for experiments. So they know that any kid born after, you know, what's happened is going to be a hybrid. Yeah. So when they grab his wife, Jeopard's instantly fucked. Like, you took him to the wrong people. Yep. Um, the ones, Speaking of the art, there's one page that I really want to call out um, that I, I think, you know, they knew that was really great because they ended up making it like the title page of this volume as well. Which is where they're in this hypnosis. Uh, Singh is in like the hypnosis with Gus, oh, yeah. and there's a really good page where like they have Gus's head as kind of like the setting, and they have uh, Jeopard or sorry, uh, Gus and Singh kind of walking along the antlers, going through the narration of like what he's seeing in the hypnosis. Yeah, kind of walking across the length of his head, you know, as they're kind of going through things in his head. It's a really good page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole dream sequence is really cool. Yeah, and they end up like crawling out of his ear, which is a little freaky, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go explore it. 
Uh, but this and so back with uh, the flashback with Jeopard. Um, Jeopard is locked up in the cages with the other animal kids, and I think this is really uh, Jeopard's first look at like the extent of like how many animal kids there are because he sees like dozens of them in cages that they have here. Yeah, because up to this point, it's been mostly just rumors. Right, because I mean, everyone is dying. There's this disease. There aren't that many people being born even after what happened. Like mm-hmm. it's a, a lot comparatively. Like once everyone has been wiped out after a few years, but right away, it's not common. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he's locked up and sees this for the first time and sees Johnny uh, Abbott's brother. We'll learn. Mm-hmm. Um. And Johnny is like uh, has like a little bit of like uh, like a conscience in the back of his head sometimes where he's like eh, okay I guess I'll help you here yeah because um, like instantly he's like yeah like as long as you like you keep your head down and like just don't like act out like you'll be okay and like I I do my best to like kind of keep him like comfortable or whatever yeah but it's like yeah like it's hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh it's a problem but yeah he keeps getting uh like getting like you know beat up and punished for like you know snooping into things he shouldn't and like you know like we said you know like feeding the kids extra and shit like that yep um and so he keeps getting punished for that and jeopard's trying to convince him like dude you gotta let me out like they're in there with my pregnant wife what do you think they're gonna do yeah that's a really good sequence of pages where it's just like panel by panel just switching between the two and it like jeopard's eyes just literally just go to black circles like as he's pleading to johnny to be like dude just give me the key like this is my only yeah chance. and that's a really good way to do that that's a real uh, an art style i've learned a couple artists who i've seen do that it's a really a style i really like where like you can sometimes just have the eyes be dots to just yep. be more expressive like a little bit more helpless yeah for sure um that's a really good way to do it there's also a good page where like uh, abbott initially turns off the lights and um, like, there's a whole page where it's just like darkness and just the sound effects over mm-hmm. the darkness, which is a really cool way to do it. And then when the light does appear, it's literally like a, a cool um, way to draw like a, the flashlight shining on Jeopard. So we're still in darkness just with the flashlight. Yeah. That kind of like POV shot was really well drawn. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, Johnny ends up letting Jeopard out. And uh, Jeopard's like, Johnny, if there's a good place to hide, you should find it. And Johnny's like, oh, what do you mean, man? What are you going to do? It's like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's just a full page of him just, like, storming away, ready yep. to fight with just, like, black eyes. Oh, yeah, that's such a cool page. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, he just goes through. It's kind of like the end of The Last of Us where he's just going through the facility. It's like, boom. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Where's my wife? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then he gets to the end literally just, like, pounding his way through everyone with his bare fists. Um, and this is one thing we haven't seen, at least in the show yet, but uh, the last person to stop him is actually Abbott himself, who literally just pulls out the kung fu. Yeah, just um, a martial arts master. Yeah, which, not honestly, weird take a little bit. I don't didn't see it at first, but I guess you got to have some kind of like physical imposing, you know, thing from your main bad guy, especially if Jeopard's the one you're following. Yeah, for sure. Like, and, like you get a little bit of context later on with like Abbott and Johnny's childhood, where like that's fair. Yeah, like Abbott had to do a lot of physical. Like violence. That's like a really good point. Yeah. A lot of that. Um, um, but yeah, he's actually able to just take uh, Jeopard down. Probably because Jeopard is like a hockey fighter. You know, he's very oh, yeah. just like brute. Just like yeah, punch, he's strong punch, as fuck, punch. but like he doesn't have any technique. Yeah, because it's, it's well drawn to actually put like emphasize this too. Because like whenever uh, Abbott's like Abbott just dodges and like grabs like a joint and just like twists. Yeah, and just like does like smart fighting, just like paying attention. There's one panel that's just his eye watching. Yeah, which is a really good way to show that. Yeah, it's great. But then, yeah, he gets knocked out, right, as he sees his wife just kind of, like, you know, ha- uh, in childbirth, just, like, bleeding everywhere. Um, and he assumes that uh, both of them are dead, because that's what Abbott tells him. He's like, your wife died, and so did your kid. You yeah. know, it's too bad. They're they're, they're gone. Yeah. But if you want their body, all you have to do is bring me a live specimen, even trade, and mm-hmm. sends him out to go get a live specimen, which is right where we leave Jeopard, uh, back in Volume 1, where he was going after Gus. Yep. Um, 
So that's kind of where we leave Jeopard, where uh, he's feeling like a real piece of shit right now. Yeah. Um, and he wakes <laughs> up, and it's uh, an exact copy of that panel before. Uh, he wakes up in bed, and, and they're asked, they ask him, like, where the hell are you going? He gets up just immediately, and he says the same exact thing. I'm going to fucking kill everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, end of book two. So that's where we'll pick up next time with um, Sweet Tooth in Jail. It's pretty much the exact cliffhanger we left the show on. Yeah. Which, Sweet Tooth in Jail, Jeopard, like, you know, out for revenge. Yeah, teaming up and making a plan. Um, yep. Uh, which will be a good segue into what we're about to talk about, which is the final couple episodes of the Netflix uh, Sweet Tooth show. Um, we spoiled how it ended, so sorry. But <laughs> hopefully you've watched it by now if you're listening to this episode. Yeah. Um, where we left it, uh, what episode did we leave it on? I can't remember exactly. I think we left it on literally the last two. Oh, we two. did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Because um, that's the last two I was saving. The last two were a good way to transition it, because the last two are very revealing as far as Gus's past, which actually makes it a good time with the volume we just read. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it cuts uh, flashbacks in both of the episodes, or I think it was just the one. No, it was both. Yeah. Of, of Gus's dad. Um, meeting Gus's mom, who we're assuming is his mom, like uh, from Quote the beginning, unquote, yeah. right? Um, but, but we find out is actually um, the scientist who helped like discover Gus. Yep. Um, and the whole flashback that we get there is very revealing as far as like where Gus is and kind of the, the plot points they've been adding with Gus's mom. I think are paying off really well because of that reveal. Yeah, like definitely. tying her into that whole like. Uh, um, Alaska thing is pretty cool. Yep. Um, especially with the twist at the end where like they pick up the phone and she's still around. That's a really cool fucking twist because that is what will bring the characters up there, which is really smart. Yeah, and that's a good way to do it. And like you, because that's obviously not a character that comes up in the comics, right? So yeah, it's a cool like take on that. Uh, yeah, a good way to kind of give you like an emotional reason to want to kind of go through this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just like we're still surviving, like there's an actual kind of drive to the plot, which yeah. makes it a little bit better, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, like as good as this book is, the show made a lot of improvements that I think are uh, just a solid way to do it if you're going to make it more of an ensemble book. Yeah, or ensemble story. Yeah, like that, like the world building they did to like kind of you know expand the universe to yep. make it a longer <clears> show. <throat> like definitely, like hit a lot of high points. Mm-hmm. And the the way that they kind of twisted the Jeopard story, like I am kind of glad the way they did it now. Um, at first I was skeptical because I was like, oh, they're trying to like make Jeopard more of a good guy. I don't know if I like that initially. Yeah, same. Because then it doesn't give him as as much room to grow. But with the way they did the final two episodes with uh, Jeopard's character in the show, I think I like it a little bit better now. For sure. In yeah. hindsight, because that's that kind of. Of like that whole scene of him like at the hospital has, has a lot of impact now. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think it still tells the same kind of story of regret that you can do without having him be that much of a piece of shit. Yep. God, <laughs> there's like something in the heaven in the show that like can, can we talk about that? Yeah, go for it. No, like the, with like how far ahead in the comics do we want to go? Uh, I'll like just, if it happened in the go show, go ahead and say it, and I'll decide if I'm going to keep okay, it. Okay, about editing. how because in the show they showed that like Jeopard had a kid. Oh, I'm probably then, we probably shouldn't talk about okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. Um, but I mean, that part we know in the show at least that like, Jeopard had a kid. Yeah, yeah. So that's not a spoiler. So we uh, we just don't want to talk about that anymore. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Um, but I mean, that's obviously uh, a plot point that's left up as a cliffhanger. I mean, it's not a spoiler to assume. Oh no, Jeopard's kid might still be around because it's very much clearly left open right there. Yeah, because he only really says that when he got back up to like the room, they were just gone. Right. He doesn't know what. So happened. as long as we don't spoil where the kid is or what's happening, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a cool way to do it where um. Because the whole twist, obviously, in this is that Jeopard's kid was, you know, presumed dead, you know, after being killed by Abbott. Yep. Um, but this kind of leaves it open where, um, in the show, they explain that he was in the hospital and kind of had this moment where he was like, "Oh shit, it's an animal kid. Maybe I should go." Yep. Um, and just dip. And yeah, then, he like freaks out initially, which right. I mean, like is understandable. Yeah, you just had like, and especially because his kid is like a goat. Yeah, so it literally, it looks just like the Antichrist. I know. Yeah, that's some bad imagery for <laughs> right. Like, I mean, 
Jepper never talks about like his religion or anything, but like, but for anyone, that's freaky as shit. Yeah, like yeah. everyone knows that like goat is like devil. Like that's like that's like the animal. So I think that was a good way to kind of twist because in, in the for sure, yeah. it's a horse in, in the um in the comic, but yep. it's, uh, a goat was a cool way to twist it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, there's that, and it ends up being a cool scene because he runs to the elevator and uh, kind of has this moment where he's just sweating, and we actually end up he has this kind of ch- chance meeting with. Uh, Doctor Singh. Why did they have to make that Doctor Singh? I guess just because you have you only have so many characters. But like it could have been any random. It could have been. It could have been anybody. But then you don't have that cool moment of whoa. Remember, look at Lee. We, I we know, met but before. it's like I mean, <laughs> it's I, a wild coincidence. I'll give you that. I mean, I guess down the road, like if they run in. I mean, I'm sure they'll run into each other at some point. But like, are, are they gonna remember each other? I've had this thought before because a lot of TV shows do this, yeah. where they have characters intersect more times than it makes sense. Yep. I think it's a net gain because yes, it makes no sense. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can't disagree with that. It makes no sense. I mean, there's a possibility. Sure, maybe they live sure. in the same whatever. Albeit, however unlikely. <laughs> yeah. But the show has so many other coincidences, uh, coincidences going on where I'm like, come on. Yeah, yeah. But still, I think it's a net gain because then you do have that extra character depth, like things to talk about, kind of juicy, good juicy goss, as you I, said before. I suppose because then um, in conversation, like, oh, I used to work at this hospital. Right. Blah, blah, so blah, as yeah. long as you can get past the wait, did that really happen? Come on. As, oh, I mean, you get past that. I think you got something you can work with. Okay, this could be an angle that they go with where, like, Dr. Singh knows what happened to his kid. That could... That could definitely be it. No, that's 100%. That's 100% going to be gonna it. It's going to be worse than that <laughs> if you think about the context. Oh, fuck. It's going to be way worse than that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. No, because had he... But like up until the point, like in current time in the show, like he hadn't dissected dissected a kid yet, had he? No, he hadn't. But what if he knows where that kid went oh, and goes yeah, after yeah. him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Shit. Yep. Yep. That could be bad. And then that's why we won't talk about it yeah, anymore. Yeah. But go read the rest <laughs> of the comic book, and then definitely you'll know finish the comic what book. we're talking about. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> don't mean to gatekeep people, but I don't also don't want to spoil things. It's very good. Well, actually, I mean. There's a skip thirty seconds button on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys in on a juicy little secret here. Um, if you want to not hear this, go ahead and hit that thirty minute skip button that you do <laughs> on the, all those other podcasts that have ads. We don't have ads, but <laughs> the one that you know the button. Give you a second to hit it. Okay, we have thirty seconds. Okay. So yeah, um, Jeopard's kid is a horse kid and ends up in the same camp that Gus is in right now. Yeah. And the show hasn't shown the horse kid yet, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna be there. A goat kid in yeah. this context. Oh yeah, yeah. My theory is that Dr. Singh knows where that kid was taken, is going to go try to find it to get another live subject, and that's how he's going to end up in Gus's area, too. Uh, and then Jeopard's going to come back looking for bloody vengeance and be like, you took my fucking kid, you piece of shit. Okay. Aren't you the one who inspired me and shit, and now yeah, you're stealing yeah. kids? <laughs> yeah, that could totally work. 30 seconds up. <laughs> but that's my theory. No, I, I like that. That definitely makes sense. Because that ties everything in together, all yeah, the characters. Definitely. Um. Yeah, it's it's got to play out like that somehow yeah. along some of those lines. Since you've read most of the comic, um, like more recently than I have, Wendy's mom is not a character in the comics, right? No, I don't remember no. that at all. Okay, I just well, make- there's a backstory. There's a backstory of like how she like got separated from her mom, and it's the saddest fucking shit in okay, the world. Okay, I don't remember that either. I read this book a while <laughs> ago. I'm just going rereading it now, so I can't remember. Oh man, it's fucked. Yeah, but I, I was I was trying to remember if she was a character that I was forgetting because the show I thought she was going to die in the show. Yeah, because same. I because I was like she's not a character in the comics. This is probably where she goes. Her heroic hurrah. Yeah, yeah. But then she survives at the end, and you know, with Jepper, and she's like, "Let's go get our kids back." Oh no, I thought you're no uh, Wendy's. Oh, I'm talking Wendy. about Wendy's mom in the show. Oh, I thought you meant Wendy. No, oh, no, no, no. 
No, I'm talking about Wendy's mom in the show. Gotcha. Is she a character in the comics? No, no, no. I didn't believe so, yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't remember if I was just forgetting because it had been a couple years. Yeah, I knew you asked that, but I thought what, at the part after what you said, I thought you were talking about Wendy still. Oh, right. But yeah, um, no, yeah, I didn't know that. No, even. I didn't think Wendy was going to go out in a final hurrah. <laughs> I was like, wait, you Eat thought- shit fuckers. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you thought Wendy was going to die at the end of the season? Yeah, with like a pile of grenades. Let's go, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, man. No, that's not. Uh, but Wendy's mom, is. is I think they're going to make her more of a character. Yeah, for sure. Um, which makes sense. I mean, you got to have another adult in the show somewhere, so it's not just Jeopardy and the kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, because in a Netflix show, I mean, come on. you got to have like an actual like experienced actor in the show. It's, come on, let's come on. For sure. Uh, for him to bounce <laughs> off of, so Jeopard's not like, uh, the Jeopard's actor isn't like, can I have like an actor to work with? Like, no <laughs> right? offense to the kids, but like. Yeah, it's. And I, just to, so, to make sure I'm giving no offense. Gus, they got very like lucky with the child acting. Oh yeah, Gus is sure. a, the actor who plays Gus is awesome in the show, and Wendy. Oh, definitely, uh, yeah. they're both really, really good. Um, the one complaint I do have is a lot of the other animal kids are really weird looking. I feel like they went super. It looks like cats. Yeah. Why exactly. does it look like cats? <laughs> like a lot of them, they just put weird fur on like p- like patches in their cheeks. Yeah. I, I don't like... mean the new CGI cats. I mean like classic like play yeah, the, cats. The, yeah. The play. Where like you just have like it looks like the cowardly lion in Wizard of Oz. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not far off that. I feel like they were near the end of the budget and we're just like yeah let's just get some Halloween. All the main characters look fine. Oh like absolutely. Gus, yeah. Wendy, Bobby. Yep. And Bobby's even like a real like you know all the way almost all the way animal kid. Yeah. Yeah. It looks fine. Yep. All the other animal kids look like they're about to do a stage production of cats how horrifying is that bug kid at the end well see that one looks fine too because that one i know actually, but it was just horrifying oh, it's horrifying and, yeah, yeah, yeah but i don't i don't have a problem with it that did one. look decent yeah yeah it looked like a realistic morph of a person whereas all the other ones look like they just glued on some like, some fur some yeah. orangutan fur yeah <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah it was pretty rough and then have them go like make like burr, burr noises <laughs> yeah it was a little cheesy it's very strange like why do they have so much like human skin? i don't like it yeah it's like, like, go know. animal or go home yeah, exactly <laughs> just give them like animal feet or animal legs. Because Gus is supposed to be like, and Wendy are supposed to be like the more human ones. Yeah, so that's those, why they have more human features. Yeah, they're the yeah. outliers. Yeah. So I think they would, like, maybe next season when they have more money, once Netflix trusts them, they'll let them actually go. Because um, the ones where they tried to make them look like animals, like there's one kid who's an elephant who we never get a good look at. Because no. I think they were afraid to try to go all out with it. Yeah. But I can tell it's going to look awesome once they have the money. Okay. Because they show him once from the top down, and he's just like a pure elephant kid with these giant ears and like this like- uh, Huge they don't, trunk. They don't show the trunk. Okay. But he's or got- it's, Or it's, it might be small at that age. He's, he's got to have a trunk, though. Yeah, yeah, totally. You can't have an elephant kid I want kid more badass elephant kids. That or, would be awesome. Not just elephant kids, animal kids. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but elephant kids, come on. I wonder if we'll get the crocodile kid. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Or the bird kids. That's going to be horrifying, but... <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be very terrifying. Um, or the dog kids. That's got to come up. Yeah. That has to come well, up. Well, they showed the one baby. Oh, that's true. Oh, no, you mean I like mean the like rabbit the, dog? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see those Unless kids. they cut that character. Maybe they did. They might have, Because yeah. that was part of the, the animal supposed gang, to be, right? Yeah, the, the animal that gang. That character might have been cut or repurposed. I think I that, that character might have been a little too uh, brutal for it, the show. It's not needed, to yeah, be honest. It, and it was in, even them. in the comic, it was kind of a throwaway character. Yeah, so that's fair. Yeah. Um, And Abbott's a piece of shit enough that you you can do a lot with that. Totally, yeah. Um. But I'm excited to see where they go with season two. I'm assuming that they're going to get one, but um, I, I mean, I hope so. Yeah, I'm hoping. Because they set it up with some really good cliffhangers where they're like, 
you know, I was going to say, we kind of talked about it. We're like how they ended it so grimly with like Jeopard getting shot and then like getting taken away. And then and Gus and Bobby and, and, and Wendy are all in jail. Yeah, just get locked up. And it's like, let's see them not give us a second season. <laughs> Those animals. If you don't give us a season two, these kids are all getting vivisected. <laughs> For as, as far as you know, they're all dead. <laughs> That's how it ends. Unless Netflix brings us back. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, some decent incentive. That's on you, Netflix. These kids' survival is on you. Bring yeah. this fucking show back. I feel like they definitely will. I hope so. They probably canceled... Uh, Jupiter's legacy to make room for it. Yep. Um, but that'll be it for our Sweet Tooth coverage. Like I said, uh, next week we're going to be starting Loki. Uh, we're going to watch the first four episodes of the Loki show and talk about that. Or not next week, uh, bi-weekly yeah, now. Yeah. So next episode, i got to get used to that. At least as right. far... I, I think we'll eventually go back to weekly once my schedule is a little less fucked. Even yeah, today same. I had to go right off a work shift and come here. Yeah. Um, but... We'll get back to the schedule once things clear up. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, bi-weekly, we're going to do um, the first four episodes of The Loki Show and then talk about the first six episodes of Al Ewing's uh, Agents of Asgard. Um, that's a 12-issue run, so that'll be a nice, even uh, two-parter. Yeah, for uh, sure. And then we'll be able to do the... Uh, right after it airs, that Friday after it airs, we'll be able to talk about the final four episodes of Loki and then the final six episodes of Agent of Asgard. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, I would I, I, I thought about for Loki, it's it's... We probably should read all the Kieran Gillen stuff beforehand. It's not completely necessary. I mean, you've learned in comics you don't always have to read this stuff beforehand. Yeah. Um, but I would highly recommend anyone who likes Loki go and read through all that stuff. Okay. Um, but Agent of Asgard, I think, is where we'll start just because it's so tonally similar to what the show is doing. Gotcha. And I think it's going to be perfect. And okay. I read it first myself, and it was fine. So okay. we'll be good. Um, but join us next week for some Loki, some tricky boy in a cubicle. Oh, yes. <laughs>